I'm Kelly Burley, and you're listening to Common Bonds Radio. There has never been a more important time to adopt or foster a companion animal. The social distancing practices that so many of us are adhering to during the COVID-19 health crisis are changing the ways municipal shelters and animal rescue organizations operate, with no clear answers about how long we will need to self-isolate. The fear among many on the front lines of animal welfare is that the longer our new temporary normal wears on, the more likely our shelters will face the possibility they'll run out of space before animals are adopted or fostered out, leading to more cat and dog euthanasia. As shelters and rescues adjust to keep their staffs and the public safe, while still giving unwanted animals a second chance with new families, we want to bring you some of the stories of Oklahomans who are deciding to make a difference in the life of an animal right now, while encouraging others to adopt or foster an animal. Levi Knight is a fire alarm and sprinkler technician at the Mike Monroney Aeronautical Center in Oklahoma City, and he is emerging from a time of transition. In February, Levi's father died, and in the past year, he and his wife lost their two longtime companion dogs. But a new family chapter continues to unfold for Levi with help from the Oklahoma City Animal Shelter, and that's where we pick up our conversation. We had adopted a dog a little over a year ago because our weenie dog of 12 years we had had to have put to sleep. And uh, so the dog that we adopted in 2018, in December of 2018, he was kind of anxious. He, he spent his days looking for the other dog and and uh, couldn't find her. So he was just real mopey and even though I wasn't sure I was ready for another animal just yet, because uh, I was still kind of grieving. You know, you lose that pet of 15 years, it's losing a family member. And uh, so we decided that we needed to get him a playmate, a companion. And uh, so I reached out to John and asked him how I needed to go about doing that with all this going on. And he informed me that they had a link on their webpage that I could schedule an appointment and I could go and and look at some animals. Well, I'd done a little bit of research online already on their website and found a list of dogs that I may be interested in. And so when our appointment came up, we looked at those animals and picked the one that was the best for us. And uh, so far, it's it's been... A lot of fun. The other dog instantly fell in love with her. And so we're just uh, enjoying getting acquainted with each other. Well, uh, tell us about that. Uh, first of all, about your rescue and just about uh, the, getting, the getting acquainted process. Well, we uh, like I said, I had had a list of animals that I would like to look at. And... It started with the dog that we rescued at the end of 2018 had been there the longest. Uh, And we had seen him at a mobile site, and uh, we weren't real sure. Well, then I decided that I was just going to go and get it one day. 
so I just went and got it. And I brought it home, and he's been he's been a blessing to us. And then, uh, so whenever I was looking at this, I really wanted to rescue dogs that had been in there for a period of time. And so I looked at their intake dates and kind of looked at some of their attributes that the staff members had put in their notes, and I kind of narrowed it down that way. And so when we went, uh, I had one dog that we got, and we took it in a room and just kind of tried to play with him a little bit. And he wasn't really warming up to us. Not that he was aggressive or mean, or he just tended to want to do his own thing. So I went to the next room and got another dog that was on my list. And, oh, she just, all she wanted to do was kiss and love and hug and play. And that was kind of the deciding factor. Well, she was kind of away. And I said, come here, baby. And she turned around and right to me and wanted to kiss and love. And I was like, that's what we need. We need something that's going to love us the way that we're going to love it. And uh, it it was just it's one of those things when you know you know, and and we both looked at each other and said this is the one, and so we did the paperwork and and the lady at the desk informed us that that dog had been there before, and the people that took it home found that their dog wasn't receptive to her, so they had actually returned her. And that just made our decision all the better because she was going to get to go home and be with us and be loved forever. So it just, it, it was like cosmic. It happened the way it was supposed to happen. That's how we felt. Well, that's such a cool story, Levi. And, and so happy for you and, and, uh, and your animals. What are their names? The, uh, the male, his name is Mason. That was the name given to him in the shelter. And uh, since he had been there for so long, we wanted to kind of keep some bit of normalcy with him with his name. So we just kept that name. And the new one, her name in the shelter was Nina. Well, my father passed away in February. And uh, his initials were J-E-K. So my wife and I discussed that if we got female or a male, we were going to name it Jack. So instead of Jack, since we got a female, we named her Jackie. So that's kind of how we came about the name. Oh, well, I'm sorry for your loss uh, of your father. Um, but what a, what a great way to remember him um, with the addition of your new family member. Um, yeah. How? And the one that's the one thing I told her. I said, "Well, between my father and the, the dog that we just had recently had put to sleep, her name was Cubby because I'm a huge Chicago Cubs fan." So I told her, "I said, I'm just letting you know you got huge paws to feel, <laughs> and uh, so far she's living up to it." Oh, that's wonderful. Well, uh, you, you're talking. You 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 talked about the uh, getting acquainted process. Uh, how is that? going for uh for jackie and uh as well as with mason and and with you all how's all of that blending together right now for you it's it's blending really well other than jackie is a little bit more energetic than mason cares for 
So there is times whenever he's had enough and he's ready to relax and chill out, he just runs off and relaxes and chills out. Now they play together so great, but he's he's uh, he's one of those whenever he's done playing, he just wants to be left alone. So he'll just curl up in the corner of his bed and do his thing. And uh, so, but we just, between my wife and us, she just goes back and forth to love me, love me, love me. And then whenever one of us makes any movement, she comes to us, to the other one, and love me, love me, love me, till the other one moves. And she just goes back and forth until she wears herself out. <laughs> so it's... Uh, it's it's gonna take a little bit for Mason to get used to her energy level, but uh, I find it kind of funny because when we got him, you know, at that point we had already had Cubby for thirteen years, and uh, he was kind of this way to Cubby. So all right, well now you're getting what you gave. So, but all she wants to do is play and be loved on, and he just whenever he's had enough, he's had enough. And of course, right now for you and and your wife, you've you've got this extra time, and you're with them, you know, probably more than you would be on your normal schedules. Um, and that kind of begs the question: when things do return to normal, and when you do get back to uh, a normal schedule, what what will be the hardest part? Do you think in terms of um, uh, adjusting how you uh, the, the amount of time you are spending with your with your animals? Well, I've made the decision through all of this that I'm going to kind of cut back on some of my pool playing. So I may I may go to just one or two nights a week. Uh, I found that, of course, since February, since I've lost my dad and then we've lost Covey, I've, I've realized that, you know, there's things that I would rather be doing than out hitting balls on a pool table. like spending the time with my animals uh, whenever I lost my dad. It's, it's amazing the animals' intuition, just how much they wanted to love on me. And so I think that I'm going to be spending more time with my animals and my wife and and uh, just enjoying life because from the beginning of the year until now with this COVID-19 stuff, I've realized that time is short. And... Uh, you need to make sure that you spend it doing things that you love with the people that you love and in my case and the animals that I love. So we're just going to kind of carve out a little bit more time for that. And, uh, and that's, that's the plan for now. So well, take that, it day by day. Sure. Well, that's wonderful, Levi. Um, what what would you say to uh, to anybody thinking about adopting uh, an animal, but who may be a little wary of doing it in the middle of this pandemic? I would say that the shelter has put in some safeguards to protect you. Uh, there is definitely hand sanitizers all over the place. Uh, the way that they do about go about their paperwork. Uh, it's very easy to do. However, you keep your social distance. Uh, I don't think that they have anything to be afraid of. You know, if if you're looking for love and you're looking for an animal and the animals are definitely looking for love, uh, I would say definitely make an appointment. 
get out and at least go check it out. You just you deserve to at least go check it out and see what you could be missing. Uh, I, I don't I don't think that there's necessarily anything they need to worry about. People are getting out and going to grocery stores. People are getting out and doing their day to day business that they need to do. This is just one more thing that I think that they can make an appointment and get out and and check on. It's it's uh, in my opinion, I I felt safe. Uh, and again, I can only speak from my opinion, but we felt safe, and and uh, I think that the shelter has put in safety measures to protect themselves, protect their animals, and protect you as a as a potential adopter or even a foster. Well, and then of course um, is just the very fact that you're giving an animal a second chance, and that's that's uh, for a lot of folks that's big. Oh yes. Oh yes, and this this is how I look at it. I'm giving them a second chance, but they're giving me a chance to show them love that a lot of them maybe have never gotten. Uh, I I believe that Mason, based on just some quirks that he had whenever we first got him, I believe that he was used in a bad way. He was mistreated. And now he knows what it's like to be loved, and I know what it's like to to love something like that. And so, it, it's it's definitely a life changing experience whenever you can know that you're saving an animal. And it's uh, I, I don't know I I I would never have another animal that wasn't a rescue. Uh, because they they have so much love to give you because they're just happy that somebody loves them. Well, Levi, what a what a great story, and and I'm I'm really happy uh, that you have uh, connected with Jackie and that you've uh, you've rebuilt your family uh, around Mason and Jackie, and we're just so thrilled to have the opportunity to visit with you about it today. Thank you so much. Is there anything you'd like to add that I missed? Uh, I, I believe you've covered everything. I would just like to tell anybody that hears this that it is definitely something that you owe yourself to go check out. It's a, it's a wonderful experience, and you won't regret it. Thank you, Levi Knight, for sharing your story with us. Thanks also to every Oklahoman who has adopted or fostered a cat or dog. And remember, you can make a difference right now in the life of an unwanted pet who longs for a second chance. Adopt or foster a social distancing sidekick from the shelter or rescue of your choice today and share your story on Facebook or Twitter with a hashtag social distancing sidekick. I'm Kelly Burley.